Hello, friends. My name is Joe Armstrong. Thank you ever so much for tuning into an episode of Independence Day. Fast forward, where we check in with someone who's been on the show in ages past. Rick Shea is a Los Angeles-based guitar player, singer, songwriter, pedal steel player, professional musician all the way around. He joined us way back in May of 2011. You were episode 10. Rick, say hello, man. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Joe. I'm happy in some ways just because we both survived. This um, far now, it's, it's good to be alive. You know, I'm yes. not quite. I'm not. I'm not a full-on fatalist, but every day above ground's a good one. So we'll just start off right there. That's the way to look at it. And man, what have you been up to? I know you're always busy. You're always touring. You've always got stuff going on. You've had a new record come out since then. Just give me like the baseball card. Like, what have you been up to? Oh, uh, boy, it's it's hard to say without looking at the calendar. But I do keep busy. Uh, playing locally. I usually do uh, one night a month at the Cinema Bar in Culver City and usually one night a month at Viva Cantina in Burbank. But that's mixed in with other shows around town that will come up yeah. that are usually more one-off. And then I go out of town uh, on a, you know, as often as I can. Um, you know, I've been doing these train trips uh, Roots oh, on yeah. the Rails with uh, Dave Alvin, Peter Case, John Doe, people like that that are amazing trips. So those have been once a year. Um, I was in Europe, I think, a couple of times since the last time I was here. The last time I was there was in 2014. And then uh, this year I'll be in the Midwest in July. I'm still working on it, but uh, hopefully you will be in the Northeast in uh, September and possibly yeah. into October. So that's kind of a general sort of... The, the summary point is that you're a busy guy. You're, I, you're, you're, I have you're, been, for the and I'm very happy about that, yeah. but yes, I have been for at least, yeah, for quite a few years it's now. It's good, so. better than sitting around on your hands, man. It's always watching, better, yeah. Watching TV. <laughs> um, so the new record, Sweet Bernadine, like that came out not that terribly long ago. 2013, so it's been a few years, so I'm at work on a new one. But yes, uh, Sweet Bernadine came out in 2013, and... Um, a lot of lot of very good, very positive re reviews. Good radio airplay. I've been very happy with that. What and, What is this radio? I know of which you speak. I don't. <laughs> I don't know these things. Uh, and lots. Of, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but lots of great players on here. Just taking a quick glance at the particulars here. I mean, guys, friends of the show, Danny Magoo, uh, Don Heffington. Uh, Nicole Gordon, uh, just great. I mean, obviously, Bob Glaub, I mean, obviously, players of, of a suitable caliber for Rick. Wonderful, Jay. wonderful musicians, and I'm very proud and very happy to have been able to work with them and have them work on my album with me. So, And tell me just a little bit about the new record, because you're not quite mixing yet. So we're gonna, you're going to play a live song in just a second, a uh, live version of a song that's going to be on the new record. But then tell me that these, this new record, the new new record, is that going to be different or similar than uh, the last one? I, I think it may be somewhat different. All of my albums, even if I go into them thinking there, you know, there's some big differences, uh, they they come out and there's there's a very similar thread that seems to run through a lot of them. But uh, this one, the songs may be a little bit simpler. I, I didn't have a real conscious focus on that, but the, it did seem to be going in that direction, and I kind of stayed with that. And uh, the recording process, I'm just trying to keep much simpler. Yeah. And uh, one thing that's a pretty big difference from the last two albums I've made, anyhow, is the new album is 
turning out to be much more of a band album. I've had a regular band working with me, um, Dave Hall, who's been with me for 25 years, wonderful, wonderful uh, um, just guy all the way around and bass player and singer. So he's still with me. And Steve McGallion has played wonderful, you know, amazing, great drummer, uh, has played with me th- for the last four, five, or six years. So that's been my regular band. And in the last two years, uh, Dr. Stephen Pat has uh, been on board playing guitar, accordion, mm. kind of a multi-instrumentalist. So it's been for the last two years and a little longer, depending on how you look at it, I've had a regular band. So we've gone in as a band and just been tracking these songs and uh, playing everything live as much as possible. Now, are you the sort of guy when you go in to record an album that... I feel like there's kind of there's a million approaches, but like there's kind of two main approaches. There's like you rehearse everything up really, really well. You go in, you bang them out, or like you don't show the band the songs until you get to the studio, or maybe right before the studio, so everything's really fresh and kind of snappy. Like which which camp do you come from? You kind of mix it up up a little bit. Usually, yeah, mixing it up and doing both. Some of these songs we had already been playing, so obviously. you know, we just went in and played those and pretty much stuck to those arrangements. But uh, some of the songs were new, and uh, I did show them to them in the studio, and we worked them up at the time. Now, uh, I usually have a pretty solid idea arrangement-wise, so that part is pretty mapped out usually. Yeah. But, uh, they, yeah, it was new to them in the studio, yes. Yeah, I ask because I'm gearing up to do a new record myself, and I'm always... Like I'm, I'm, I'm when I look at myself in the mirror, like wondering. I've always rehearsed everything a lot, probably too much, before I go into the studio because I'm trying to save money. Like I go in, if you've got them everything kind of dialed in, you go in, you bang them out, and you're done. But I've always kind of wanted to do it the other way around, and I think I'm leaning towards doing a little more experimenting this time. Going, if you in, can afford to do it, it's yeah. a wonderful thing to be able to do. Um, and I have done that in the past, and there was a certain amount of that on this one, but. Uh, no, we're not spending that much time. Yeah. We're really kind of going in and just playing the songs, get a good performance, and move on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. This week on Independence Day, fast forward to Rick Shea. Join us for episode number 10 of Independence Day when we got into double digits way back on May 18th of 2011. Rick, thank you again. We were little kids We then, were little kids, we? man. Like, And it's funny, too. I was thinking about this. Like, You've got short hair now, and I've got long hair now. And it was we had flipped it around. Like, you were like the hippie-looking dude last time, and I'm the guy. I had kind of a short, respectable haircut, but we'll see how long that lasts. Either way. Anyway, Rick Shea, man. You can visit him on the internet, rickshea.com, and that's S-H-E-A.com. He's also on Twitter at Rick underscore Shea. And you're going to play a live song for us here. What is this song that you're going to play? It's something new, new, I think, right? Uh, I've been playing it for a couple of years, actually. It's one of the ones that's been around for a little bit and we've been playing it live but it's called uh goodbye alberta and there's no real story behind it other than uh i have a book of old blues and folk songs and i was just looking through it for a little bit of inspiration and i ran across the old song alberta alberta Mm -hmm. where you've been so long and that's really where this grew out of. Of course, it's an entirely different song, but yeah. uh, that's where this one came from. Specifics are important in songwriting. I definitely come from the Tom Waits school of, of songwriting, where you should always have a woman's name and you should always have a place in the song, because that kind of kind of gives the listener something to hold on to, because like they know that there's always a person, so there's your, there's your protagonist, someone to relate to, and then a place 
you know, it's like a setting. You know, it's and in, like this, in this case, it, the Alberta fits both. So exactly, it's what I love. It's, what I, I, it's funny you should bring that up. I was thinking the exact same thing myself because you could you, that could be relieving a place or a girl or both. It did come out that way, and when I saw it going in that direction, I I, I certainly tried to stick with that. So. All right, ambiguity is sometimes a beautiful thing when it comes to the arts. Rick Shea with the song "Goodbye Alberta." So here's a song called uh, "Goodbye Alberta," set to be on my upcoming album and possibly the uh, title track of the album. Not sure about that yet. Goodbye, Alberta. I hope your trouble's past. Goodbye, Alberta. They were never gone past. The rain's let up the clouds are broke, my bags are packed and stashed. Goodbye, Alberta, the storms are fading fast. When I lay down to sleep last night, the rain poured on my head. Thunder rolled on through the night, I believed I'd wake up dead. Alberta, she's a fine one Her heart's both strong and true She'll never leave you crying Or turn her back on you Goodbye, Alberta I hope your trouble's past Goodbye, Alberta They were never gone last the rain's lit up, the clouds are broke, my bags are packed and stashed. Goodbye, Alberta, the storms are fading fast. Last night, I turned from side to side Could not rest, I could not sleep I was just dissatisfied Alberta, Alberta Don't cry your tears for me I'll be back, I will be back That I guarantee Goodbye, Alberta, I hope your trouble's past. Goodbye, Alberta, they were never gone last. The rain's lit up, the clouds are broke, my bags are packed and stashed. Goodbye, Alberta, the storms are fading fast. Goodbye, Alberta. Goodbye, Alberta. Goodbye, Alberta. The 
the storms are fading fast. That's Rick Shea on Independence Day. Fast forward, first joined us way back in May of 2011, May the 18th, for episode number 10. And he's back. We've survived, man. So far, so good. So far, <laughs> though, we've got some political winds that are changing, so I don't know, man. It'll be a different world. <laughs> it's a very different world than it was back then. So, Rick, man, thanks for coming back. Lovely to see you. I bump into you around town from time to time, and it's always a lovely thing when I do. It's so, good to see you, yes. Happy. Not often enough, but yeah. Not often enough. So we'll have to have that one beer we were talking about before. We'll go out a couple of old dudes having our one beer. Uh, so let's talk guitars for just a second, because you've been you've been working, doing this guitar thing for a, a pretty good long time. I've been doing it for a while. Yes, you also play pedal steel guitar. You've probably seen a lot of changes. Like, what about your playing has changed? Like, let's just say since you did the last record, or since you were last you were last on the show, was there a new? Did you learn some new stuff or new players I, you're into? I feel like I am always learning. I with the guitar, and I I think this is with any you know anything certainly a musical instrument or anything that you're really pursuing in a creative way or really almost in any way. I I don't think I will ever stop learning about the guitar. I, I'm continually learning and kind of refining what I do and finding better ways yeah. to do it and uh, within the, you know, the the genre or or the styles of songs that I play, I find different approaches and and one thing maybe overall that I continue to learn is how to make things or or to how to try to make things more simple. Yeah. It is always better and I just I I you know it, it less always turns out to be more in music and of course that would apply to guitar playing. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we had some minor technical issues when we were setting things up here today and like I I, I tossed off the phrase that I often do, which is technology is great when it works. <laughs> and the simpler your rig is, the simpler the song is, sometimes the more effective it is and the more people it can reach. Yeah, I keep it pretty simple. It's a guitar and an amp most of the time. Yeah, so, so no pedals at all, not even I a have little... A, one, uh, I have a little overdrive pedal, a DOD overdrive pedal that uh, I like to use. And that and a tuner, I really yeah. don't... Uh, yeah, I keep it pretty simple. But I'm also kind of lazy and I don't want to carry around <laughs> very much. Yeah. So. I found if you're like me, that the older I get, the smaller my amplifier gets too. Oh, like, yeah, hopefully lighter too. Yes. At this point in 20 years, I will actually be playing one of those little battery powered, like six inch tall Fender plastic things that you used to selling at Guitar Center for a little while. The technology is going in that direction. They know the market, yes. I. Uh, did you happen to catch Sturgill Simpson on Saturday Night Live not too terribly long ago? No, I miss. I think I saw the the link to it, and uh, but I haven't I haven't seen incendiary it yet. Incendiary performance, very very powerful stuff. I, I like Sturgill. The only reason I bring it up is that there were no amps on stage, which is something that we're starting to become a thing more and more. You get to a certain level, a lot of people are on in ears, but I didn't see. I didn't notice that he was on in ears, but there was no backline. So they must have had stuff piped through monitors, or who knows how they do it. It's, it's interesting. That's very interesting, yes. And then quick, before we roll out of here, talk to me just a little bit about, I, I almost I forgot this about you. You play pedal steel guitar. I do, yes. As well, which is yeah. to me one of the most like octopus, you know, uh, you need all your extremities. I mean, I've sat down at one a handful of times and it's tried to... It's feet and legs and knees and yeah. hands. Yes, it's a, it's a very physical... Uh, instrument in that way, maybe in some way like drums, but drums, of course, are much yeah. more physical, I guess. But yeah, but you, so now, do you? 
is it easy for you to like switch hats or flip a switch in your brain to switch from get like playing guitar to pedal steel or do you keep up with it it, practice a lot no i don't uh in fact um the last few years i really haven't played pedal steel on any shows or any gigs very often just uh, occasionally and uh um I, I'm, I'm, of course, I can't. It's not something I could really set up and play on a show of my own. It just, right. it doesn't work to actually, you know, it's an instrument yeah. you have to sit down at. Uh, it, it just wouldn't work, at least for me. So, but uh, I, I have used it a fair amount, pretty regularly on stuff when I'm recording. Uh, I produced a couple of albums over the last couple of years, and I played pedal steel on both of those. People. Not as much lately, but uh, it goes up and down, um, and from time to time I have people kind of searching me out and sending me songs over the internet to uh, to play pedal steel to. So I do that. I record at home, and I'll play pedal steel at home, and occasionally uh, someone will call me to go to another studio and yeah. play, or occasionally a live show. Yeah. It's always a mystical thing for me. I mean, I, I'm fairly... You know, I play a lot of different instruments and dabble on them. The pedal steel to me is an amazing instrument. It it fits musically. It fits in with the um, with the band in a place that really nothing. It's almost more right. of a keyboard instrument. Yeah, where it fits into the band. It's kind of above everything. It almost it almost creates another whole vocal line again. But this is depending on the music and and depending yeah. on the song. Um, I've somewhat surprisingly or interestingly to me i've played uh i started out playing pedal steel in country bands and i learned that's you know country pedal steel guitar is really kind of my background that's where i learned but uh over the last 15 or years or more maybe 20 years i think i've probably played on more songs that i would consider pop songs yes and uh and to me the steel guitar the pedal steel fits beautifully yeah in that setting, but uh, um, it means that I haven't had a chance to play real country style pedal yeah, steel yeah. guitar all that often. You know, it's usually yeah. more of a, a kind of a sound effect sort of instrument yeah, in a pop song, like an setting. ethereal Daniel Lanois. Kind yes, of thing. which I love. I'm a huge fan of that. But that's to me, that's just one aspect aspect of the instrument. That's just one. You know, yeah. You know, it it does you know several other things real well to me. So. Yeah, and sneaking in underneath us, you will hear the song "Sweet Bernadine," which is is that the title track, Rick? From title the track for um, yeah for that album, "Sweet Doesn't Bernadine." Seem, it's not that terribly long ago. Like normally, we'd be listening to something brand new, but like the last one will do just fine. And I'm happy to hear you're in the studio. Happy to hear you've got lots of gigs on the schedule. You're going to be back east. Going to be on the east coast come summertime. You've got some stuff coming up at Cinema Bar. You've got some stuff coming up at Viva Cantina and Burbank. Are those full band? shows rick yes yeah Ooh, those i are love all... full band shows are my favorite yeah. thing so rick man again thank you for thank coming you, back Joe. in it's always lovely to see you always thank lovely you, to Joe. hear you play i have a lot of respect for guys who play like you do very kind of smooth and even because i have just enough aggressive rock and roll in my background to have my right hand go crazy and just scratch up the top of my guitar while wanking is what i like to call it oh well that's the beauty of the guitar to me is that it can be played in so many different ways and uh i take that as a compliment if you think i've got any control over it because i feel like i've been fighting it for a lifetime uh, well we think we're all fighting it rick so thank you again visit rick at rickshea.com that's s-h-e-a and please stay in touch man good luck with that new record oh thank you joe thanks
when I first left home Drifted and I rambled just to try to stay gone But the more I run, the more I see How this tired old town is still a part of me Shake their heads It's hard not to think And you'd be better off dead. 